0: I'd sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one God, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that.
1: The Law Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, is a Red Five show, also affiliated with Fandom Collective. So enjoy the show and the force will be with you very soon on the Law Be With You podcast show. This is where the fun begins so you you and you and you mentioned also you're a huge film buff you've got your own you've got your own rating system yeah. film index a little bit more about that that rating index that you've got for all these movies that you've okay. watched.
0: uh you know what it's like i think we're all nerds when it comes to some sort of topic i've got about four things that i would consider myself like really nerdy about um this yeah. football as you'll know from from my life football's a big one for me wrestling is something that i'm really nerdy about so yes. gaming is another one so i do have a gaming channel that's something i have been doing oh
1: yes tell, 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 um, tell us tell us about your gaming channel, and, and also feel free to plug
0: your gaming channel that's fine so i've again i've i've kind of had like an on and off closet and then public relationship with wrestling depending on when it's popular mm. and when it's not you'll know that. Okay. Back- late 90s wrestling was like as pop culture as it's ever been so at that point i came out as a wrestling fan and everybody then at school kind of came to me and a couple (laughs) of us who were who knew about wrestling as like the go-to experts on the subject so that they could all feel like they were included and and all the popular kids wanted to remain popular so we would be like the consultants of wrestling um i've i went (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God, I mean, I mean to me. i'm just thinking just for if any of you
1: of uh, the podcast um listeners are wrestling fans i'm thinking the era you're talking the era of the the rock dwayne johnson triple yeah. uh, a stone cold
0: Don't Chris you dare
1: Jericho. stone cold still texas or snake himself <laughs> uh the attitude era you know the attitude era a very iconic era in professional yeah. wrestling um just before it was called sports entertainment it was actually still kind of wrestling known as wrestling that it was a perfect so it was
0: between the old school wrestling which was men in spandex getting it on in the ring rolling around with each other but then there was also the entertainment side of it coming in where people were just beginning to understand the value of you know selling a story and telling a story and you can only do that yes. with a bit of charisma, and a lot of these wrestlers had that charisma. And The Rock, obviously, the the highest paid yes. actor in the world right now, has obviously got that he, charisma in he, abundance. Not that he's a good actor, but he, he's still the highest paid. Wow, I, I think I think, for me, okay, I
1: think he, he I think he's, is he's, he's, how would I put this? Is I think he's good in terms of he's got a he's got a niche. He's got a he's got a you know the act hard action man uh in the arnie sort of mold yeah. a little bit yeah i'd agree fair. with that big guy. big guy great action He's a great action actor so i think like he's in a dc film coming up oh um, black adam coming up with, yeah where he'll go i think hopefully against superman if if henry cavill um you know kind riot. of stays with me yeah which is debatable at the moment because they wanted to go a different direction dc's uh, dc's made it, me mad I'm, right
0: now i didn't I... We were, okay. That's a. That's, I that, just oh watched dear, the Snyder off, Cut and on fell asleep twenty times. Jeez, what a oh crap dear. movie that is. Sorry. Oh dear, that didn't oh even dear. make my list. Um, <laughs> I was it's, so offended it's, that I, I, I didn't I, even put that on my list. It's an improvement. Oh it, it's yeah, a, it's
1: an improvement. But that's like putting a on nice the, on the weeding put coat.
0: Like a nice jacket on a piece of poo. It was like, no, I yeah. didn't no, I'm not a fan. I know there's a lot of fans of like zack snyder he's got his sort of cult following as a lot of directors do and he's got an artistic beauty about his filmmaking but when you yeah but come on the cgi in that movie i could have done a better job i literally could have done a better job <laughs> of the cgi i've never <laughs> seen so many green screen moments where it's just bone idol movie production they couldn't be bothered to take her to the Eiffel Tower to film a scene in front of the Eiffel Tower. They just green screened it. And it was like, there were yeah. so many moments where they were just in places around the world. And I was like, come on. And this is when I look at Lord of the Rings mm. and I'm like, they went to New Zealand to film. Do you know how many movies are filmed in they New did. Zealand? Probably one. And that is Lord of the Rings <laughs> and The Hobbit. Like. you but there's a reason for it it's a beautiful place and it had the exact scenery that they needed to make the film look real and believable and they did it yeah and then i'm whereas with star wars with star
1: wars obviously like you get a lot of lots of alien cultures alien planets and whatnot but um i know with the sort of george lucas original sequel trilogy they built a lot of sets didn't they in london um, I think think contextually that's okay, because
0: when you look at the time when it was made, it's absolutely fine Mm. because budgets were completely different in cinema back then. It wasn't as big budget as it is now. The Avengers are allowed to Mm. go all over the world and film on location. Why? Because they've pumped hundreds of millions of dollars into production so they can afford to send all of the cast and all of the production crew and everybody else to those countries. So nowadays, yeah. there's, there's less of an excuse for, doing, for not doing it, for not sending people onto location. But back then, they had to be so creative. And The Forbidden Planet, one of the things that I really was impressed with was the way that they did the studio filming. Um, yes. So you can do it, and you can do it really well um, either way. But Zack Snyder, oh, my gosh, that guy just... Yeah, just, I'm so glad they're not giving him Batman. That's all. I'm I'm just glad that the universe is over for him. He needs to go away, make his own comic book and oh do his own God. comic book stories that his little so, following can watch. So so, so, so from that, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm, getting the
1: vibe that you're not a, a Jack Schneider no. fan and that you weren't a fan of his version no. or re-edit of, the, of no. the Justice League. I
0: liked, do you know what, Man of Steel okay. was all right. Um I liked yeah. where that was going from a storytelling perspective. I loved the inclusion of the two fathers. You had like the spiritual father. Um I, I'm terrible with names mm. and you're gonna know this. Is it Jarell or something? I can't remember his dad's name. But there's his yes. spiritual dad yeah. who he never physically sees in the flesh, but yeah. talks to yeah. him in a very godlike manner. That's one dad and then you had costner sort of ethereal voice isn't it kevin costner the very imperfect but humble dad who was just there as his earthly loving dad who just looked out for everything on him while he was on the earth i love the storytelling Mm. of that i thought that was really interesting and something that hadn't been explored properly before in the superman genre in terms Mm. of movies so i love that and mm. it felt quite grounded i i actually really liked the groundedness of that it felt humbled there was a lot of humility to the whole thing but it just it disappeared yeah. with the cgi of his mustache in the later justice league movie so it, <laughs> i just i lost yeah. interest and ben affleck as batman flipped me um george clooney is a better batman than ben affleck um I, there's no yeah. emotion on that man's face some people think that's how batman should be i guess but there's like to me there's yeah there's overacting and and that's what ben affleck often does he overacts and he takes it way not too seriously it's not about that because obviously you want an actor to take their craft seriously but he overacts and because yeah. he did that he became bland and really vague as a batman he just didn't have any emotion like you've got to have some emotion as batman he's scared of bats mm-hmm. and if you're hiding that fear behind a mask there's already a deep subconscious level of emotion that you're meant to be portraying and uh, he doesn't do it mm-hmm. sorry I, i'm going mm-hmm. off with going on to a, a batman thing anyway i hope this is all describing <laughs> Man- the fact that i love film and that i'm always up to discuss it, is. it. Um, yeah
1: no no it's very